0: What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I'm your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at Matt Jones TFR. And before I introduce our lovely co-host, I want to remind you guys we're being brought to you by BetOnline.ag. March has arrived, and we are only weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Make sure to head to BetOnline and open an account today to get in on their $100,000 bracket madness contest starting March 15th. You don't need to be hardcore to get in in on the action, right? We've all had Susie from accounting or Lori from HR pick by color and they end up winning. You can throw in multiple entries into this thing. I I know if you're listening to this, you're plugged into the sports world and you are likely going to smash and win the $100,000. So make sure you head over there and sign up for the bracket contest. NBA and XFL are going strong right now also, so whatever you feel like betting on, BetOnline is the place to be for all your betting needs, and if you use our promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, you can get a 50% sign-up bonus when you make your first deposit, so head on over to BetOnline.ag, and you can get set up. All right, tonight, as always, I am joined... By the one and only Evan Cheney, who you can find on Twitter at EChaney69, because that's still a thing. You can find his work covering the NHL over at Numberball. Evan, how we doing?
1: Well, thank you for those extremely kind words heading into this. Um, and I just saw that Michael Bloomberg won America's Samoa. So there's the good, <laughs> there's the start to the night. More
0: just, <laughs> just breaking news for everybody's, uh, everybody's commute tomorrow morning. Yes, because I,
1: these are the hot things that people need to know about, right?
0: Yeah, that, I mean, I, I was thinking that I really didn't want to start the show until Samoa had at least 90% of precincts reporting. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, what, what what what's life without knowing that? Also, oh, man, I
0: apologize in advance to everybody listening to this. I know I'm super punchy right now, and judging by like the eight minute conversation we had before we hit record, <laughs> I think Evans on the same wavelength as me. So exactly. no, uh, no promises about being coherent tonight.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I was actually at this. Uh, I was at this course last year. I don't know if I told. Did I told you this. I saw my man's what, Lucas Glover. What are we at the t- what are we last talking year? about?
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. You just, and almost got no, hit by a golf ball.
1: No, Duff daddy no, almost hit me with a golf ball.
0: No segue. <laughs> no, anything just, Oh, did I tell you I went to this course? Like we didn't even start talking about <laughs> <here>. golf yet. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> this is a golf show.
0: All right. If you, if you're, if you're making it past this point in the show right now, we really appreciate you. Um, before before we talk about the course that Evan apparently has attended live, um, just want to shout out our listener league winner from last week, Raider Big Al. Um, I'm I'm reasonably positive that he's taken down a few listener leagues of ours. Uh the name definitely looks familiar. Um really great lineup, had five guys in the top eleven this past week. He he did play Horschel, um, but the rest of the lineup was so good it didn't even it didn't even matter that Horschel was a little disappointing. So uh, congrats. Don't, uh, don't spend it all in one place there. Big Al.
1: Yeah. Good for you.
0: Good stuff. Now, now we can talk about this week. So are you sure?
1: Is it appropriate? It's, I so? mean,
0: if I, if I had to wait for you to be appropriate, we would be here for days. So
1: that's a very, it's a very valid point. I'll give you that.
0: Um, yeah, so we are at Bay Hill Club and Lodge for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I, uh, I linked it in the expected birdies article. If you want to look at sort of a more statistical breakdown of how the course has played historically, you can check that out over at Roto-Viz. Um Other than that, uh, we're not going to talk too, too much about the course specifically, uh, it is a par 72 long-ish, 7,400 yards or so. Um, and obviously the most important uh, fact is that Evan has uh, has walked those hallowed grounds. So,
1: I, I'm telling you, I was at the Pro-Am last year. It was 45 degrees. I don't know how it was 45 degrees in Florida, but whatever. And, you know, I'm sitting on 17, or I'm sitting in the bleachers by 17, and Duffner's just taking a shot at it. Uh, I, I don't think he cared about what was going on. I think he was just he was there for the he was there for the lols, right? I mean, you gotta respect it. Right, guy shoots a shot. You know, I have my binoculars. I I, I turn over, look at him, binoculars? shoot the ball. Binoculars. Yeah. Are you okay? Can we
0: can we talk about Evan for a little bit?
1: Like, what's, what's the what do you exterior? mean you have
0: you had binoculars for what? <laughs> I
1: had binoculars. I like to see things in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> I am at least a sixty-year-old man stuck in a 23 year twenty-three-year-old's body. That's oh that's, that's an issue. But I had my binoculars, I turned over, I looked at him, I saw him swing, and all of a sudden I saw this <clears throat> this white object come closer and closer to us dude (laughs) i tell my dad i look over my dad's like oh that ball's coming pretty close to us and then all of a sudden the ball drops i'm bracing for my life at this point because i thought i was gonna get noinked with a golf ball (laughs) and all of a sudden it just ricochets off the bleachers and I survived. I, I survived. these So the these moral of the story times. is that
0: you carry binoculars everywhere and you didn't get hit by a golf ball.
1: That is correct.
0: Wait, wait, did you hear that?
1: <laughs> what?
0: I also just didn't get hit by a golf ball.
1: <laughs> you see, you make fun of me now, but just you wait.
0: All right. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's jump let's get into back to reality. Let's jump minutes. into or sell before everybody turns this off. Although I guess if you if you already started listening, it it counts for our purposes anyway. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna hit buy or sell to kick things off like usual. Um, we'll start with Rory McIlroy. He is at eleven thousand eight hundred. He is the most expensive, or did I get that wrong? Is it six? No,
1: he's the most expensive. He's oh, eleven he's- eight.
0: He's 600 for uh, the masters, which is what I had pulled up. That's why I said that he's 11,800. Obviously is one of the best golfers in the world. So we have to figure out what we're doing with him. Do you think that he is worth uh, paying all the way up for?
1: Obviously he's the best golfer in the field, you know, for sure. Um, and the and the and the recent metrics look good enough that he can obviously win this thing. Now, is he going to acquire enough birdies to to justify the price tag? It's a good question. Are way we to, are we talking to pat, a high birdie course here? Way, way to
0: pat yourself on the back for yeah. asking uh, asking your own question.
1: I do. I I.
0: Um, as <laughs> I as far anything. as scoring goes, it's. I mean, this, this place is sort of middle of the pack. Um, we had, I guess it was, I'm just pulling it up now. A couple of years ago um, in 2018, when he won, he put up 123 DraftKings points, um, which is on the higher end of winners at this track. So he, you know, he has he has done it before you, you can get these, these big uh, draft Kings points performances. It appears that the wind is going to uh, be up a little bit as of right now. Again, we're recording Tuesday evening, so things could definitely change, but um, that could, that could potentially, uh, you know, sort of change the scoring distribution, but either way, like the, the, the talent that he has is sort of, unmatched. Um, I mean, as far as the power ranking score goes, he's, it's built on, uh, I guess like how you would, how you would fare against a golfer, an average golfer, uh, in a round and he's eight tenths of a stroke better than anybody else in the field per round. Um, so that's, that seems, that seems pretty good. Yeah.
1: So uh, bottom line, McElroy is very much worth paying for here. And the value is there around him. Like you can, you can roster other guys here. Yeah. I
0: think, I think there's some really interesting, uh, like super cheap GPP plays this week. Um, So I'm definitely going to have a decent clip of him. I don't think that I want to, um, you know, I'm not like locking him in going like 80% or anything like that. But I think maybe going double the field, uh, isn't, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world this week, just because, uh, I am curious to see how ownership shakes out, but I don't see him, you know, with, uh, with a couple of these guys right below him, like, you know, the Tommy Fleetwoods of the world and stuff like that. Like people are going to be comfortable enough, uh, that maybe ownership flattens out a little bit, uh, up at the top and he doesn't get too crazy
1: mm-hmm. because I think, you know, the 800 hour the 800 hour difference between McElroy and Fleetwood, you know, I I think people are going to want some savings there. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And though, I mean, yeah. Go
1: ahead.
0: I, I no, I was just going to say, I, and I feel like, you know, what, it, maybe that's the difference between, getting a, you know, a $6,900 guy, uh, instead of a $7,800 guy or whatever. I mean, I think that there's, I think there's a decent amount of cut makers down at the bottom. I don't know that there's a bunch of guys that have a ton of upside, but I do think, um, that there's sort of safer than usual options, uh, that we'll talk about a little bit later that you can, um, that you could feel pretty comfortable making that decision and saying, you know, I, I can put in a Munoz or a, or a Matthew Neesmith, even though that's costing me, you know, getting me up to Rory, even though that means I won't be able to get, like, Wyndham Clark into my line. La- you know what I mean? Like, that's the yeah. that's the price difference we're talking about. Like, I, yeah. I feel perfectly comfortable making that
1: decision. Yeah. So then we could talk about uh, Molinari right now. Oof. And at, at, at a $7,200 price tag, really makes you think.
0: It's about $7,100 too expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, is he going to be chalk? Are we looking at him as chalk right now? Uh,
0: I mean, this, this is another one of those, like, what are we doing? Like
1: He's been terrible
0: like he's been real bad. He's even admitted that he, uh, that he's been bad. He came out and said something along the lines of like, he, he doesn't know like what's like, he doesn't know what's going on and why he's playing this way. And people are like, bro, have you seen the course history though?
1: I was going to, I was going to mention course history. Cause he won last year. Um, I, you, I, I assume he's gonna garner ownership because of the because of last year's win. Am I wrong? Yeah, and,
0: and yeah, and yeah. seventy two hundred, um I mean how how often do you get uh, a former winner at a track with that has a major on his resume uh at seventy two hundred the following year? You know, like when you put it that yeah. way, you're like, Yeah, that that actually sounds that actually sounds kinda good. And then you pull up his, his, recent, form, yeah. his recent form is just
1: He hasn't played a good bonkers. tournament since the open last year. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's been so it's, it's been bad. And it, it and it hasn't even it's not even like it's um one of these deals where you're like, you know what though? Like he kinda had like he's trending in the right direction or like the ball striking's there, but the putting's not nothing's
1: like, trending positive. He
0: in his last four in his last four measured events, um, he has gained strokes off the tee once, which, granted, isn't really his bag. Like he's a shorter guy, and he's not gonna always do that. And he's gained strokes around the green once in those four four last four tournaments. Every other he's he hasn't gained on approach at all in that span. He hasn't gained putting at all on that in that span. Um, so really, it's like I I don't know if if you want to go to that well, and you're gonna hang your hat on course history, like maybe I'll seem like an idiot in in a few days, but it's not the it's not the kind of play that that I would ever make.
1: Just play the optimal lineup. I mean, come on. Yeah,
0: just play just, the, play the best plays.
1: Yeah, it's not that hard. Duh.
0: It's not. Golf is really easy.
1: Yeah. So it's us uh... I love it let's talk over unders um adam scott at ninety seven hundred fourteen and a half. and a half where are we going here where are you going by the way
0: so i've been referencing the simulator a little bit and uh there'll be in the article tomorrow there'll be some some visuals that kind of show you like a guy's range of outcomes adam scott right now uh his his like median uh, finish position is around 30. Um, so I think I'm going to take, I'm going to go ahead and take the over. Uh, I think it's, I think it's one of these deals where he's, he probably has, uh, you know, enough upside to, to, to get there and say that you want to bet the under here. But I think that there's, there's enough downside to, to sort of weigh him down. And I don't, I don't feel I don't feel comfortable taking the under on him this week.
1: I am though. I am going to take the under because first off, why not? <laughs> I He's played, I mean, his last three tournament, or I just say last two tournaments, because what does the HSBC really mean to us? I mean, he won the Genesis. Yes. Did okay at WGC Mexico. But not fantastic. But the putting is improved. Yeah. Right. Cause he was very tilting for a long time. Is he still cheating?
0: Yes. And I mean, he's, he's gonna be, he's gonna have those rounds still where yeah. it's, where it goes sideways. But
1: I don't know. It, I, I it's think fine. I'm under, not talking you out of it. You, yeah, you no. no, no. I I I think the under 14 and a half makes sense. If we were talking maybe like if we were talking about a top 10, like if he's going to get in the top 10, I don't think so. But I think he could finish top 15.
0: Yeah. Uh you're you're one up on me by the way. So I was thinking we should we should do this like a series of like I don't know, like right now it's 9 to 8 so i'm thinking like race to 15 and then reset and like do a do like a running series as the year goes on
1: i right, we could do that we can count it as as for the for the season we can do whatever you want chief
0: yeah i think that i think that'll be good um
1: so first yeah, to and 15
0: can, continuing continuing with our uh Our theme. Did you notice the theme of the three golfers that I picked?
1: Oh, the Australian theme.
0: I I'm actually, you know what?
1: (laughs) What is this?
0: I'm, I'm proud of you. I I feel like, I feel like two years ago you wouldn't have answered that question. Oh,
1: absolutely not. (laughs) I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit I would like two years ago, three years ago, I would not have been able to tell you. I'm just,
0: I'm just glad you're beyond the, uh, the Adam Scott, uh, actor bit that you, that I, you did every single time he, I, I gotta,
1: up. I gotta change my shtick every now and again. Yeah.
0: So I'm, I'm, um, I'm proud of you. I'm very happy nice. about this. I feel like you're growing right in front of my eyes. Um, that's a stretch.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're probably still growing. How old are you now?
1: <laughs> I'm not old enough to rent a car yet. So,
0: <laughs> Oh, that's, sad. That. um, all right. Jason day, 9,100 over under 23 and a half.
1: 23 and a half uh, again I'll take a slight under on that
0: I, I love when you when you repeat it like you're confused like I didn't send this to you at 830 this morning <laughs> you're like wait though. what are
1: we what are we gonna
0: say it's literally like I
1: I sent it to you I know you sent it to me and I read the document but like the second it comes in don't think I ignore your documents it's just yeah that's you know and then it, then you at answer at
0: 530 when I when I DM you again
1: actually you know what it probably was i think i had a response ready for you but i had
0: like you know that look that
1: you know that look that a professor gives you when it's like get off your phone you degenerate scrub scrub
0: yeah i mean listen like like i think that's what 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 class was it it was
1: human-centered design yeah like
0: who cares like go away (laughs) what is it like we're talking about a bogey free outline here we need answers and we need them immediately
1: i will inform my superiors
0: yeah let him know what's his name
1: ahmed Foud. Hmm.
0: i was hoping there would be like a it was like a funny name you could have said like
1: no unfortunately (laughs) unfortunately well this is going nowhere A little ahead of that so. curve. Anyway, Jason Day. Right? I think
0: it was Mike Roch or something.
1: Would anyone have the balls to name their kid that? My column.
0: That would be amazing. That would
1: be great. Anyway, Jason Day. I think You're, he you're can...
0: supposed to answer. You're like throwing it to me. I asked you the question. 23 <laughs> and a half.
1: Uh, I, under on 23 and a half for sure. I can... I can definitely first see him getting the top twenty here. Like, okay, what am I? What am I looking at? All right. So the pro am, AT T pro am, he did well. Farmers, he did well. Um, Genesis, he missed the cut. Shit happens. Um, but yeah, it, it, he's fine. Top twenty, easy.
0: All right, sorry, I'm I'm throwing sticky notes to my wife who just came downstairs. They're over there. Alright. Um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and stick with the over here. I feel like I've been a little too optimistic on these over unders and it, it feels like it keeps biting me. So I am going to go ahead and take the over. I think I think that it's like a it's a pretty it's a pretty fair line. I wonder what like points bet has it at right now because um you know they actually do this like for those of you in in jersey you can actually um find these lines and they like give you have you done anything on points bet or it's not in philly or it's um, not in pennsylvania no
1: nah, it's just a jersey thing my um
0: it's pretty sweet though it's a it's yeah. a good idea um
1: i think my my sister's fiance does it
0: there you go bet. see evan's sister's fiance does it so he's gonna be on the commercial soon <laughs> Um yeah or, i'm or,
1: or a Darren Rovell tweet
0: <laughs> God. uh s- same deal like his median uh projection is is forty third for me um so i'm just I'm just gonna trust the sim and go go over uh how about leash at eighty six hundred over under thirty one and a half?
1: I am actually gonna take the over on that I don't I don't think he sets not a buying it. here. No, like, you're not. Okay. Gonna,
0: you're not going to go like this. Is this is the time where everybody would just say, "Well, it's going to be windy," and Mark Leishman is from Australia, so obviously he's just gonna he's just gonna smash no matter what.
1: Duh, but his putting his putting this year has not been except for Farmers. Farmers he did great putting wise, but his putting's been crap this year. Right. Sony, yeah. Sony lost four strokes. He lost three at the Genesis, three and a half at WGC Mexico. I mean, yeah, he's, he's not coming into this tournament very good, very well. I should say.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not as worried about that as much as I am. Like his. It seems like his ball striking is trending down. He went from gaining over four and a half strokes on approach uh, in the three tournaments before Mexico, and then not even gaining a full stroke there so um I, I get what you're saying though that's if, and the off if the, this is yeah if i'm just gonna say if this is a trend that's gonna keep happening and he he's lost his putter then that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> because that yeah, the off the the ideal. off
1: the tee game is a little rough as well
0: yeah it just incon- seems a little inconsistent i don't know mm. if that's like he you know he didn't play since what october at the zozo then he plays a couple of tournaments then he takes a couple of weeks off so i don't know maybe this maybe this isn't the week to to jump back on him but i i'm going to go i'm going to go with the under so we're uh we're completely different this week so we're going to either have a bit of a a bit of a blowout on your end or i'm going to make up some ground here
1: the blowout is the preferred method on my end of course there you go
0: um. All right. So we uh, we have a we have a little bit of a problem. We have to uh, we have to apologize to who? To the listeners for yeah. our bet last week. Why is that? Because we were very arrogant about Eric one Eric Van Royen oh, yeah. over Byung Hanan and EVR shot like a thousand uh both days and on finished like fourth. <laughs> So not oh, yeah, our, yeah, no, that did not. Not our best call. Um, but again, we're we're looking at betonline.ag, uh, promo code blue wire for those of you who are not already customers over there. And we have a, another mid-range matchup for you this week. We have Max Homa. He is the underdog slightly, minus one hundred two, uh, versus Kevin Kisner at minus one hundred eighteen. So, where are you Where are you headed, sir?
1: I think Kisner I wanna say Kisner will end up as the better play here. I think he's coming into this just a little bit better than Homa, but it it's close,
0: yeah, so I have let's see as far as as far as power ranking goes um they're they're reasonably reasonably close i'm trying to pull it up now yeah so they're they're about a tenth of a stroke per round apart um but the the simulator has homa ahead and actually has kisner at a as a pretty as a pretty significant underdog i think it's at like set him at like plus 125 130 so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go the other direction i'm gonna go home out here and uh and again it's bet online and it's actually a bet that i am i am placing as we speak so we will uh we'll definitely keep track of this and see see how it ends up the the line hasn't moved at all so still minus 102 wish we were getting plus some plus odds here, but it is what it is. Um,
1: so let's talk tournament plays. let's do it all right so we'll we'll talk i mean the top range here we talked Rory um, how much do you think putting really matters here because I want to say decky, but I always want to say decky
0: i mean i I think for for all intents and purposes i I think that you're it like it doesn't matter like you're you're just gonna play Hideki when he's playing well and you're not going to when he's not he's he has had what two top five or was he just outside the top five at Mexico I don't have it up in front of me I think he might have been sixth it. or seventh he's um six but, six at
1: Mexico fifth in Genesis
0: yeah and he he struck the hell out of the ball in Mexico he gained nine strokes on approach uh during the week there so definitely um he's been positive on approach for five straight events actually you know five straight measured events the the other three that weren't measured he finished second third and 11th so i'm assuming that he gained strokes on approach in those uh those tournaments also so really he hasn't lost strokes on approach since uh like the middle of september um so I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty content going with Decky. I think the decision will probably uh, be like an ownership decision based on between him and Fleetwood. I don't think that $400 really makes much of a difference. So if you're not playing Rory, um, I think you probably just go like game theory and, uh, and go with the lower owned guy between those two. Cause I think it's, I think it's super close.
1: Yeah. I, do you want to consider these other guys? I mean, do you want to consider a Fleetwood, uh Bryson or a Shoffley? Yeah, I'm I'm
0: like I said, I'm fine with Fleetwood. Um I truthfully, I don't really mind just skipping DeChambeau and Shoffley. Okay. Like it, it, if it works out and I want to go a little bit closer to balanced, like I just feel like I'll load up on um like, I'm much more likely to end up going into the 9K range pretty heavy and and going from there. Like, I don't think Bryson's range of outcomes is that much better than, like, Jason Day or even Patrick Reed. Like, I, I think they're all kind of the same guy. So, like, I'll go with a savings. I'll go hopefully with an ownership discount and and, you know, go from there.
1: Got it. All right. So we I guess you can go down to nine K. Uh, we talked to Adam Scott. What about Sun Jaeim? Of course he won last week.
0: So You mean you mean cash lock
1: jae Cash lock Sun Jaeim? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, man. That was nice. I, I kept saying we were, we needed to get a get a winner in the cash locks and it happened. We so did. that was nice. Of course, it was the one week that I didn't bet. <laughs> uh, the cash locks as outrights cause nothing, nothing went right last week. But, um, yeah, as, as far as the nine K range goes, um, I do have Scott slightly ahead of Reed right now. Um, but I think that this, that decision is super close. Um, i coming off a win is a little, a little concerning. Like we saw what we've seen, what has happened with those guys. Um, Coming off of their first win. And outside of that, like, I'm kind of mad. Like, I I, do, do you really want to play Ricky Fowler for $9,300? Not really. Right? Like, I I don't know. Like, it's whatever. I'd rather do
1: Kepka $100 cheaper.
0: Yeah. And, and you figure like Fowler just comes with this built in ownership that, that just makes him really difficult to play. Yeah. In general. Like, Everybody loves hating on him in, on Twitter, and then they all click him on DraftKings.
1: <laughs> Isn't that – that's the life move, though, right? It's, it's the life hedge.
0: Yeah, because when he yeah. wins, then you can be like, oh, I'm set Like, I, I like watching Ricky play, it, and, I'm, you know, I'm a fan of his, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you got to mash in. You got a mash in Fowler at, like, you know, like mid to, mid to high ownership – no matter what his form is, con- like every single time he tees up.
1: Yeah. Um, mm, Who else do we want here? Do, I, do you want a Finau a Rose Stenson?
0: I mean, I'm fully, I'm fully out on Rose. I, I okay. that dude, that dude is like in a, is just like in a spiral right now. It seems like yeah. I've never really been a fan of his, um, I got like legitimately all of the hate in the world last year for saying that he was my least favorite guy at the masters and people were going crazy. And then he missed the cut. Um, and then in the beginning of the year on Rousland show on awesome. O, I I said that he was going to fall out of the top 10 and guess what? And I said, by the end of the year, and he's already out of the top 10. <laughs> so he is, that's, uh, that's a,
1: you hate to see a moment.
0: Oh yeah, just you really, really, you really
1: absolutely tough. hate to see it.
0: Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean he he got a really really solid fifth place finish at the Hero, where like there were you know eleven people playing, and then he it's hasn't tough. done he hasn't done Bupkis since then. So uh, losing strokes off the tee on approach, his short game is kind of whatever. So I will uh, I'll continue to stay away. I'd much rather play Fino. Um, like by a by a pretty significant margin, and if I don't go there, like I'm probably just dipping down to uh, Morikawa.
1: I mean, that seems like a good point because, like, the high eight, the high eight range here doesn't excite me. Right? No, because so- I, I I like the idea of just coming down on that. You know, going low eight, high sevens, and then trying to get more of that upper range.
0: Yeah, I mean Stenson is like what? What are what are you expecting out of Stenson? Like li- realistically, you you if you can if you feel like yeah. you can trust him, then then good on you. But
1: I want to say there's a chance he could top twenty, but at the same time I don't feel it. Yeah. Okay. So then we could go down here, I guess to to low eights. Um, anyone excite you here i mean hovland does hovland do anything for you
0: well yeah i mean hovland and and morikawa are are the two guys um obviously hovland played horrifically last week um coming off of his win i'm kind of like kind of just want to throw those out those results out and not really pay much attention to them um I think Horschel's in an interesting spot, like kind of as a bounce back. He was super popular last week, um, and he finished like just outside of the top forty, I think. Uh, so he could he could be interesting. Maybe eight thousand, I think, is a is a fair price for him. And like I said, he was he was super chalk last week. He was like forty percent in uh, in cash. Um, are you? Are you thinking of anybody else in this range, or are those the guys that you're
1: considering? As far as the eight the eight thousand range is concerned, I think so. Right, it's anymore. really hard
0: to get excited about these guys. Like, there's there's a lot more guys lower that I that I'm much more interested in. Yeah,
1: like I want I want some Kevin Kisner. I want some Abraham Answer, Scotty Scheffler, um, Yep, JT Poston. You know, like I want all those guys. I don't Here's, really want the
0: eights. You're you're a hot fraud. You didn't even mention McNeely. We you're haven't just, gotten that far yet. He's Maverick no. McNeely is going to top ten this thing easy. Pa- Boston is two hundred dollars more. Don't give me that. We didn't go down that far. You're just you I'm, I'm uh, f- you finally got something right, and you're just doing nothing with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I I take victory with with uh, what, what, what am I thinking?
0: god i don't even know where i don't even know Humility. where you're going with that
1: i also uh i, I have a story off air for you
0: oh boy well,
1: it, it's a parks casino story i can't wait
0: <laughs> um all right let's let's keep going because <laughs> we're 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 going a little long here yeah. um i think Mu- i mentioned uh muñoz already i mentioned e. Smith. Uh, the, those two are popping pretty high in the in the power ranking model. Uh, outside of that, like I I think you could take, I think you could take some darts on Hoagie at seven k. I think you could you know like Connor's kind of always is in play with his ball striking. Uh, Higgs down here at sixty seven hundred. Nick Taylor right there at sixty seven hundred. I'll probably have two like sub seven K guys in most of my lineups. And I think those are kind of the guys that I'm just going to rotate through and try to hit, you know, the right combination, um, with the, with the mid price guys and throw in Rory. That's my, that's my, my lineup construction, uh, that I'm preferring so far right now.
1: But you haven't even discussed Lucas Glover who came in 10. You know, we we were
0: saying that we should, that like the we should talk about the guys that we wanna play that are good.
1: What well, about glove Daddy? Right? I mean <laughs> Yeah, oh God. I, I'm looking at his tournament results and I I can't even yeah. hype him up anymore. I, yeah, I, I can't. Like he hasn't had a good tournament in a legitimate field since the BMW in August of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he's, came seventh in that. Good.
0: I tried to tell you that. Oh, actually, you know came, what? Speaking of this, oh god! I'll I, I'm I'm even gonna throw in uh, Kevin Tway at sixty two hundred. I'd rather play Kevin Tway than Lucas Glover. What?
1: How much is he? Sixty two hundred? Yeah. I don't see.
0: Give me. Oh. What? What should we do? Should we? Should we make a bet?
1: We gonna do this again?
0: What could our bet be? I- <laughs>
1: We have to put them on an even play, or are we actually just going to say whoever finishes better between Tway and Glover?
0: Well, how much is Glover? 73. I, I mean, that's 900 yeah. bucks.
1: Uh, okay, let's... What do you think? I think... See, here's the thing. We're, we're we're comparing these two apples to apples here. So, I think the 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 challenge that was discussed before the show, so someone has to answer a question. Dude, I, you're not going
0: to, you're yeah. not going to stump me. All right. So we were talking about doing an, are you smarter than a fifth grader <laughs> with Evan, but it, it's not going to work for me. Like I teach, I teach elementary school. I know the answers to all those questions,
1: but here's Mike, but you don't have the teacher's edition with you, do you?
0: That's not how that works. Like my brain also has like memories and storage and it like it functions on a reasonably high that, level.
1: I thought that one Simpson's joke was real. Never. Mind.
0: I I can I don't even think I've watched more than 30 seconds of Simpsons cumulative in my entire life, so I don't know what you're talking uh, about.
1: Wait, hold on. I am the younger one here. And I'm the yes. one that's seen every episode from seasons 1 to 10 of The Simpsons. I mean, yeah, I refuse. I, I refuse to watch anything after 10 because it's just one know, of those things.
0: You're, you're, <laughs> you're
1: such a hipster.
0: Oh, it was much better before <laughs> I was born when I was like, shut up.
1: I also am the only one in my friend group that watches Seinfeld, but let's.
0: All right. Seinfeld. If you made a Seinfeld reference, then, I, I, then I'd be on board. Actually, I if, have if, a, if, if a I have Seinfeld, Seinfeld reference... playing cards right over there. I'm looking at them right now. Really? Yep. Yeah. Mm. all right nobody cares about this stuff so <laughs> what uh let's we'll figure we'll figure out the terms of the bet, and we'll we'll Whoa, we'll get
1: there discuss these things yeah
0: what are your thoughts sir about your cash locks
1: my cash locks These are good questions
0: Go ahead, <laughs> keep keep vamping get, get, cough get a tears. little bit <laughs> get, no no i went uh, first I, last week you're bud. putting
1: me on the spot i haven't about. putting you on the spot really
0: what is the what is the segment that comes directly after the gpp place
1: <laughs> you're making me think too much
0: like this um, is brand new
1: so let's go i don't know let's go uh let's go morikawa because nice. i do like him here that's yeah and let's go adam scott all right i feel
0: judgment i can respect it no that's that's I fine judgment. Um, I am going to go with Hovland. I, I'm sorry, not Hovland. Uh, Morikawa, I I already mentioned it earlier. Um, and then the, I, I'm kind of in between going back to Hovland and, and going with Scheffler. Uh, so I, I think that I'm gonna, I'm gonna pencil in Scheffler right now. Uh, but make sure you make sure you check the article tomorrow for confirmation that that's actually what I stuck with.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Little trick of the trade there, Ev, right? Are you writing notes right now? This is how you get people to click on the, uh, the old number ball NHL stuff.
1: Uh trust me. I have my ways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it. I, I would love to say that this was fun, but I, uh, I gave up lying for Lent, so I'm not going <laughs> <gonna> to say that. <laughs> uh, Nobody's still listening at this point, anyway. That's that's true. Yeah, like it's it's just there's no way. Um, if you are still listening, we appreciate you. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Jones CFR. You can find Evan on Twitter at EChaney69. And like I mentioned, his stuff is over his NHL stuff is over at Numberball. So uh, good luck this weekend in your contests, and we will talk soon. See you. So let's jump into the uh, something new that we're I'm going to be rolling out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, you're you're familiar with the power rankings if you've listened to the show before, or if you if you follow any of the work that I've been doing o- on Rotoviz over the last year or so. Um, with uh, with that also comes the opportunity to uh, you know simulate these results uh, the the power rankings raw score. Is in terms of golf strokes. So it would make sense. It'd be a logical leap that you could end up, uh, you know, figuring out uh, s- some sort of a-, a way to simulate a bunch of tournaments with the information that we have and sort of go from there. So with the sim, uh, I- I've referenced it a couple of times in the articles over the past couple of weeks. And um, I figured we could we could go through some of the the early results here uh, for this uh, for this event. So first things first, the by far the most win equity in the entire field uh, resides with one Rory McElroy. He has um, at at mo- at bet online right now. He's like plus 500 or so. Uh, he- I have him a little bit longer than that I have him about plus 600 in the simulator but definitely um it's definitely hard to argue with a guy like Rory the way that he's played over the past few years um or really over the past year or so uh it seems like every time he tees it up with the exception of you know his home course uh for whatever reason he uh he seems to find his way into contention um, then there's sort of another another tier of, of guys with with pretty solid win equity. Uh, Adam Scott, Tommy Fleetwood, Victor Hoblin, and Hideki Matsuyama all pop up in this uh, in this sort of mid tier. Um, they're all right around three to 5, four or five percent. Uh, win rates so that's going to be good for somewhere in the range of like plus 2500 which is probably to uh not probably not a ton of value there as far as actually going to bet um but if Havlin can bounce back at 8000 and figure out uh you know a, a high finish I think that you know you you'd, you'd be hard pressed to argue with that um but the the thing that I really like doing each week is looking at top fives and top twenties at these lower dollar ranges, just to, just to sort of see, um, see some upside, right? We, we want to hit on the guys up at the top. We don't want to get them wrong, but it's just as important to, to nail the mid tier down in the right way. And, uh, you know, obviously down into the super cheap guys. You definitely want to have, uh, even like a top, Top ten, top fifteen finish can go a long way. Uh, if you can find a couple guys at seven thousand or seventy three hundred or something like that to uh, to to sort of just really raise your lineup ceiling uh, in a given week. So if we look down at guys that are eight k and below, the, the for for top five equity, uh, you obviously I mentioned Havlin already. But you can look at the next three guys with Neesmith um, coming off of a pretty bad putting performance, like I mentioned earlier, but uh, really is playing solid golf. You also have Scotty Scheffler at 7,700 and Maverick McNeely at 7,400. Now McNeely has been just making cuts left and right, like we said, and he's a guy that I'm going to keep just really keep getting myself exposed to. For as long as I possibly can, um, I don't really see a scenario where, um, uh, you know, a situation where he's doing something that is that is unsustainable. Like he's been playing smart golf. I referenced earlier that he had some of the lowest uh, bogey numbers this past week on a difficult track. He's made all of his cuts dating back to uh, – a little bit of a miss uh misstep in the uh, in September of last year, so we're we're definitely going to keep going with him. Uh, his ownership has risen the past few weeks back at the American Express. He was hovering right around five percent, and last week he was up to twelve or thirteen percent in a lot of contests. So definitely something to keep an eye out for. But um, I don't really. I don't necessarily see him getting like uber chalky right now. Um, so for for top five equity, I think those guys make quite a bit of sense. Um, if you go down even a little bit cheaper though, because, you know, we need, we need some other guys that we could maybe take some, some dart throws at. Brian Harmon keeps popping in this. I think it's more sort of because of his long term, you know, his long term numbers. Uh, which, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I think that this, this debate will probably never be solved. Um, but the power ranking model weights heavily the, uh, the longer term form, like last 100 rounds, last 200 rounds, more so than, you know, last week's tournament. So sometimes it's a little bit slow to update on guys that we really need to uh, figure out a way to get into our lineups. And sometimes it's a little slow to kick the the guys out that we shouldn't be uh, getting into our lineups. But overall, I think it does a pretty good job of balancing that. And Harmon has made uh, looks like seven straight cuts uh, despite not having his a game. So um, could be interesting. Potentially, Kevin Tway at 6200, he's uh, he was a guy who was a fixture on this show a couple summers ago and um really is, has kind of flailed like he's had a few top finishes here and there, obviously um, but the consistency wasn't ever really there for him. Uh, he has had a couple of top five finishes um top, a top 10 here, top 11 at the BMW uh last year and uh and just really can't get his putter putter working right now, but for 6,200, uh, if he can figure out how to, uh, you know, get after it a little bit with his driver and hit some greens, I think that he could be, uh, an interesting play. Nothing, nothing that you're going crazy with. Uh, you know, if you're building 20 lineups, you might throw him in one. If you're building three lineups or doing single entry, he's obviously not in play, but, uh, definitely, a guy who can, who we've seen overpower golf courses um, and with, uh, with Arnold Palmer with Bay Hill rather being as, uh, as long as it is over 7,400 yards, we can uh, we can target some of these bombers down at the low end and hope for hope for a hot putter and, uh, and some, you know, some, some good outcomes for them. Uh, But we will be back tomorrow. With the full slate breakdown, we'll be talking some ownership. We'll be talking buy or sell. We'll do the mid-range matchups. We'll do some over-unders, and we will hit you with the cash locks uh, tomorrow evening. So uh, good luck in the meantime if you're playing any other
1: sports, and we will talk soon.